You're listening to a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Hello and welcome to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. I am Krista Brazo. With me is... Joe Horsmer. How you doing, Joe? Good. Wow. Real good. Awesome. I'm, I'm actually, excited for today. I am too, and you know why? No, why? Because the person sitting across from us today, We have someone in the room. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And he actually hired me. He was my first <laughs> coach here at Johnsonville no almost pressure. seven years ago. Do you know how many times I've had to... L- hear that <laughs> why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself hi <laughs> this is andy schneider andy schneider we're so happy to have you <laughs> thank you thanks for having me why don't you give us a little rundown of your johnsonville story there oh geez my johnsonville story it's an old one okay an oldie but a goodie an oldie but a goodie mm-hmm. um old as time. so where do i start i actually started with staff management believe it or not oh really okay. yep um fun fact summer after graduating high school look for that summer job while going to uw sheboygan you and many others did you start at riverside because everyone starts at riverside somewhere. no actually i okay well Full-time I did. Oh, see? There you go. <laughs> I mean, you're, 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 would you like to continue? You're I mean, jumping <laughs> the gun. <laughs> jumping the gun. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, it's a summer job and then started school. And then uh, that great vehicle of mine decided to move into better pastures. So I had to buy a new vehicle. But uh, going to school full-time, working part-time doesn't exactly pay for a new vehicle. What was the vehicle that it went into? It was a Ford Ranger. Really? I missed the little guy. Mm. Yep. What year? <laughs> Jeez. I and don't did know. it have a name? Yes. <laughs> what was it? He's my bud. Bud? Yep. Your bud. And what was the new vehicle that you got? Oh, no. That was the new vehicle. Oh, what was the old vehicle? Um, I had a Chevy Beretta. Hmm. Okay. I actually think they should bring those back out. Those are sharp cars. That was a ni- yeah. It's a nice mm-hmm. little car. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. So Staff you management. Yep. Staff, <laughs> staff management. Uh, worked... Worked part-time, um, was actually then down at Riverside. I started at Country Solo with, with staff. Um, and then uh, people were like, oh, you're doing a good job. Why don't you come full-time? I'm like, okay. So I started working uh, third shift in stuffing. Mm-hmm. That's where I started. Running the and Francos? Running Francos, yeah. boy. Uh, in summer. Good. Know. Then, uh, you know, did some weekend stuff and smoking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Overtime's overtime. Yep. Uh, and then um, was still going to school part-time. Um, got into the lab down there for fat analysis. Cool. And they they kind of created a new position for third shift since there was formulation on first and third. Mm-hmm. So they wanted mm-hmm. to have someone as well as a backup Yeah. for the full-timer. So that got me interested in that. And obviously then the next step to grow into was formulation. So yeah. I went there. Um, and then as continued to keep growing, um, got in as a backup team leader, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, was all ready to make the move as Meadowside was being built. Oh, okay. So now I, I know what years you're talking here. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> all ready to go up to Meadowside. And then uh, a team leader position came open at Countryside. 
Oh. And uh, was awarded that role, so made that adjustment from the RTE to the fresh side of the yep, business. Yeah, mm-hmm. A little bit different. A whole bunch of new people to meet and greet. And, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, came in and started working uh, on the new line, team leading the new line. Great, Good old new great line. first team. They're awesome. Never mm. forget them. Yep. Uh, from there, rotated into second shift because that was part of the commitment of that role. Okay. So went to second for a while, then came back to first in a learning opportunity role as at that time was an APC. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Assistant plant coordinator, I think sure. was that time. I think yep. they're production co- assistant production coordinator yeah. now. Yeah. Um, so went through a learning opportunity that for about a year. And then actually went back into team leading for a little while and then uh, got into member services. Really? So took over at Countryside, was the business partner for Countryside. Did that for hmm, about two and a half years. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, still uh, started back, I guess, with school. I had kind of taken a little hiatus, but also was going to LTC. Mm-hmm. So I, I was almost at my associate's degree. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to stop here. So I just decided to transfer everything out to Marion okay. in Fond du Lac. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so in that two and a half years, kind of got back into my bachelor's degree program at Marion. Uh, after about two and a half years with member services, then I actually went back to operations. Wow. Uh, as an APC then for second shift. Okay. And then finished my degree, a double bachelor's in uh, HR management and um, operations management. And then... Um, bada bing, bada boom. Had a, had a munchkin. <laughs> Good. And uh, being on second shift, it was uh, it was actually a real challenge and, and life challenge and situation. Mm-hmm. Having a newborn, having a relationship, trying to have a relationship, being on second shift. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, looking for some opportunities internally, it, mm-hmm. it just didn't pan out. And okay. eventually I had to make that real hard decision. And I, you know, I made the right one. I moved on. Didn't want to. Yep, but, yep, yep. Uh, moved on from Johnsonville for uh, for a couple of years. Went and ran um, a vegetable facility. Sure. In Random Lake. Two and a half Good years. Good town. Yeah. Good town. Yeah. And then, is that where you're from? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Random Lake Rams. <laughs> Go Rams, go! <laughs> <laughs> and then now I've uh, I've been back here in the um, Copac coordinator role for about fifteen months. Fantastic! Welcome. That's I'm tired. I'm I'm tired. Are you on any teams? Uh, yeah, I'm actually in the young professionals group. Nice. Um, cool. I'm in a ton of different teams though for products and development. Sure. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Great. Cool. From uh, pretty much anywhere. Mainly food service. Food service export gets a lot of Copac attention. Okay. Uh, retail, not as much. However, that's still kind of in Copac's niche. You know, if it's a new development, new uh, product, usually that maybe will start off in that Copac or world, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just based on volume and uncertainty in the market, et cetera. Right. Hey, I'm sure we have a bunch of those, huh? Uh, we have a few going on. Good. All right. So you mentioned that you're on a lot of teams. You like to get mm-hmm. involved. Mm-hmm. 
Let's transition now to your off the clock story. I think this is a good segue. You like you sound like you like to get involved in the community because we got word that you might be part of one of those groups that wears funny hats and has secret handshakes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the funny hats, funny faces. Oh, there's definitely uh, a secret uh, handshake, uh, though. A secret handshake. Well, I'll get you a uh, application, and, and you can find out for yourself. <laughs> Sweet. So what, what are we talking about yeah, here? Yeah, what uh, are we talking about? Uh, yes, I am a member of the Elks Club. Nice. Uh, Sheboygan Elks 299. I thought he was going to say Illuminati for sure. No, no. Okay, all right. Um, he can't tell you I that. Been, yeah, right. I've been a member going on four years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a wonderful organization. Um, you know, I, I be, a lot of the history there is more of a social club, but we mm-hmm. do a lot of things for the community too. Um, you know, there were things. Let's see, what were some of the things I'd get asked? Oh, uh, being that I was working out in the Random Lake area, we actually would donate uh, dictionaries to the fifth graders. Really? In kind of Random Lake, Cedar Grove, Belgium area, some of the private, smaller schools. Okay. Uh, uh, like the Sh- Sherman area school. Yeah, yeah. So I would help deliver out um, dictionaries. Wow. Fun, which is kind of weird, really, in my thought process, but they've been doing it for years. So yeah. I'm cool with that. At least kids yeah. get to see a dictionary once in their life. <laughs> right. They may right. never use I it. I just go to Wikipedia um, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, we did stuff like that. We do stocking stuffers. You know, we do a ton of things for Christmas time. Um, we host different dinners and stuff that the community is actually open to join and, okay. and come in for. Um, so how did you get involved? What yeah, made what? you say, I want to do that? Mm-hmm. And, and not was it that, the secret handshake? What it was. <laughs> <laughs> what is, I mean, when was the Elks started? I, what is the... Oh, geez. I knew I should have prepped for the history Hey-o. of the Elks. <laughs> um, well, it's it's a state and national global fraternity. Okay. Um, you know, it's it's not just for men, right? But it definitely started off as a, more of a gentleman's club. Sure. Um, actually, my second exalted ruler was a female. She was the first one in our history of our club, though. Oh, wow. Exalted um, ruler. Yep, that's the that's the highest uh, holding office position, officer's position. I'm picturing someone in robes. <laughs> Actually, no, more no? Of just kind of some neck gear. Neck gear? Well, like a <laughs> chain, you know, some bling. All right, there's okay. some good bling. Okay. It, there's a big elk on oh. it, huh? Uh, not really. Oh, okay. No, right. no. Do you have antlers up at the lodge? Uh, we do have a, actually a mount, a okay. very nice mount that's been right. there a long time. Where is the lodge? It is, is it a lodge? I'm, yep, I'm calling yep, it. Okay. Yeah, we call it the lodge. Okay, good. Um, we have the lodge room. Ooh. We also have the bar area. We also have bowling alleys. Nice. Um, not all clubs are built the same. I mm-hmm. know some clubs actually have a some have like a swimming pool, right? <sighs> so everybody has a little bit Sign something me different. Up. Um, our lodge is located uh, just off of, uh, well, if you come in on the Highway 23, it's just off of there, uh, right behind the United Way building. Oh, okay. Perfect. Right there at that light. Fantastic. Cool. Let's get back to how you got yeah, into yeah, yeah. this. Stuff. Yeah, sorry. We, we digress. Oh, sure. Uh, how did I get in the Elks? Um, you know, it was a social club. Uh, being newer to Sheboygan with a newer family, and not, I'd lived in Sheboygan before, but renting but now that owning a home kind of planting roots mm-hmm, mm-hmm. time to get involved a little bit more right okay. with the community this is a good opportunity i had a good friend that decided to sponsor me oh, uh going in okay um, you need a sponsorship you kind of go through a little background check yeah. on someone to vouch for who you. you are yep, hey exactly this guy, he's cool he's yep, cool <laughs> exactly and uh yeah the rest is history um now i'm hoping to uh Start getting more a part of the Elks Club and some more things. I've been in the bowling men's bowl men slash women's bowling league actually. 
uh, for about three years, so three out of the four, and I've gotten to know a lot of great people that way. Uh, the different events, the junior bowlers, they do a lot for the kids. Uh, being that we have the bowling alleys, I mean, junior bowlers, I mean, they, those kids can make some decent scholarship money, and, you, oh. and you're well, starting great. as young as four years old. Yeah, yeah. So Very it's cool. really cool. I guess I didn't realize that bowling, I mean, I know we had the uh, interview with Mike Anthony, um, but I didn't realize that bowling was still, you know, mm-hmm. rocking and rolling. Yeah. So that's awesome. No, it's really cool. I mean, some of these kids, they kill me in bowling, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, they're 16, 17-year-olds rolling 300s a couple wow. times a year, and it's like, wow. Mm, I don't think I mm-hmm. can be. Bowling, we bowling. We now, bowling. Now I can. Now I can. I'll go toe to toe with you. Here's the whole dictionary like, conversation again. <laughs> Picking up a bowling ball Perfect. versus holding a little controller. Yeah. So Elks Club. Yep. What else within the community do you do? I'm also an alderman. Alderman. Believe alderman. it or not, you are not our first alderman. Mm-hmm. Who did you have, Corey? No, Jonathan Pleitner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. In Port Washington. Sure. Yes. Yep. Yep. So no, he I, asked me. Is about that a few like things. a fraternity? <laughs> How yeah, did there's you know another that? secret handshake. Oh, okay. For all all right. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> service. We can't only talk about so much. So how did how did that? Because alderman is an elected uh, position. Yeah, right? that's a big deal. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, kind of the same thing. Again, wanted to get involved in the community and, and uh, holding uh, public office, I think, is is one way to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, something <laughs> a that major way to helps do yeah. to develop. You be a part of developing things for your neighbors yourself your family your friends mm-hmm. and um you know something i've, I've never if i want to sit back and bitch and complain about something mm-hmm. and i don't want to stand up and do it then shame on me right, right. vice right. versa so if i want to bitch and complain about something i i'm going to stand up and at least try to do something yeah yeah right definitely. or help others who maybe don't feel comfortable being able to stand up or, mm-hmm. or etc yeah. so um, yeah, so I've been an alderman for a couple of years. Um, I am not, I'm not rerunning this next year. I filed my non-candidacy papers. Wow. So mid-April, I will be done in that role. Hmm. Uh, the city of Sheboygan is also uh, redrawing the districts, or they've redrawn them. Primaries were actually this week. Did you guys go out and vote? I got a text about it oh, uh, man, I was, for Bayside because I just I was at work. It like is your civil there. duty. Only uh, been the polls back are open Sheboygan for a couple Crap. months. Anyways, <laughs> excuses, excuses. <laughs> so, um, no, we have a we have a great candidate that uh, I wasn't even necessary because of my new role here because I I took the alderman role when I was still at Lakeside, mm-hmm. um, but in my new role here, there's a lot more travel. So it was a little bit. I do miss meetings from time to time. Um, and calling in, it's it's really hard. It's not the same. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard. Sometimes the technology gets a little goofy. Mm-hmm. You have someone else setting up the phone call, and I, I remember one meeting. I like, could you guys hear me? Because I couldn't hear you. They're like, oh. no, we didn't hear anything. And I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> Glad I sat on the phone for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> so um, then, as mm-hmm. an alderman, what? was because you just said they just redid it Mm -hmm. but what was your area uh so i had district seven wards 22 and 23 uh that would have been more on the south the southern west side of the city okay um so i kind of describe people like well where where is that i said all the way along i-43 up to union avenue okay and then you go east down to 18th street and then go south again so that's a fairly lucrative part of town. I mean, there's lots of businesses over mm-hmm. there. It's it's yeah. the largest district. 
Okay. Um, it still will be with the new drawings. Oh, so anyways, we had uh, uh, 16 aldermen, so okay. two for each district. Mm-hmm. And then you rotated years on your, um, uh, what year your candidacy would, because it's two-year term. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that we've uh, redrafted the uh, districts, it's now going down to 10 aldermen. Okay. And they're going to match closer to how the county is set up. So what are some major changes or anything that you might have been a part of, you know, or, or just oh, sure, anything? Sure, uh, the annexation, right, last year was, yeah. a, that was a huge thing with the annexation of um, some town of Wilson land into the city. And, and really, you know, people like to call it the balloon on a string for the uh-huh. Kohler Golf Course, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Hope you didn't miss any of those meetings. No, actually, <laughs> I did not. Those were uh, very uh, eventful. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, a lot of discussion, a lot of good discussion, a lot, lot of passionate good, people. A lot of passionate yep. people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really the hot topic right now, too, is the uh, armory. Uh, oh. oh, yeah. There's some Where do you stand on that? About that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this not is. To push no, you no, no, no. Honestly, I, really I, I didn't know I was going to be here on yeah. the political views here, but uh, I. I look at the armory as a relic, okay? okay, and it's how you define relic into how it means anything to you. I mean, relic can be something historical, tradition, culture, mm-hmm. but it can also mean something dead or past or unusable, Yeah, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's all in your definition of what a relic is, and I just define it as a relic. Look at this politician um, here. Right? <laughs> it's very non-specific. I, 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 well, it's... <laughs> Have you it, been inside it? Yeah. Because I've never... Three I only times see the outside, life. so... I've been inside it Okay. Well. Yep. Um, we actually used to hold our uh, comp- Johnsonville Company meetings there. Really? Our annual meetings. Oh. Yep. Hmm. Did not know That's that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Those chairs suck to sit on. <laughs> they were so hard. Uh, uh, especially all day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess, you know what, I, I don't want to see it torn down. There was a couple that had come in and, and given their opinion about it, and, and that one really hit home to me. And it's, we have a lot of developmental land in the city of Sheboygan, and we've done a great job at acquiring some, setting it up, getting ready for new businesses, whenever they're willing and wanting to come in. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're talking about, what, a, a half acre of land? Yeah. Yep. downtown sure that half the city wants to tear down and half the city says keep it forever right why are we worried about a half an acre that's a good point we have hundreds of acres to develop yeah mm-hmm. huh. so for something so passionate i'm if someone wants to come in and remodel and keep kind of that base of bringing in something new but also keep the tradition mm-hmm. or that relic historic of historic yeah. yeah yeah but bring in uh you know, counteract the relic definition sure. of unusable yeah. and, and useless, yeah. uh-huh. then great. Yeah. Um, I vote music venue. See, I saw a couple plans, and one of them was like a youth center. Yep. Um, sure. And, I, and yeah. you've obviously seen all, probably yeah. seen all of them. Yep. But, yep. Um, you know, I'm along the same lines. I, I enjoy history in general. And so when I see a building like that, I'm like, come on. We've been creative with a lot of different things. I think we can get creative with this. And yeah. I understand there's a cost to all Absolutely. of that. But at the end of the day, you know, oh, it's... And, and, then, and that's my other view on it, too. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, a true economics is going to say, well, what's your uh, opportunity cost, right? Yep. Do you want to spend $20 million and revamp it? Do you want to tear it down, right? And, yeah. And what's the value here? Are we going to tear it down? build something and it's still going to be useless right yeah <laughs> good point can yeah. we just leave it sit there and be useless and not spend a nickel mm-hmm. what's the difference then yeah mm-hmm. yeah so, this guy. 
This is probably why he got out of it. <laughs> I'm not getting out of it because of that. I'm getting out no, of it because no, I no. can't. I don't feel that I'm meeting the full out commitment and being able to give it everything mm-hmm. with my primary job. And, and and that's here at Johnsonville, yeah. right? Yeah. And that comes first because mm-hmm. that takes care of home, the family, the family and, everything and, else, yeah. and, and everything else in life. Yeah. You know, I was not <laughs> signed up to be an alderman to make millions of dollars. Yeah, <laughs> of course <laughs> right. not. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, that what you have done is obviously admirable. You, you know, you did more than what a lot of um, Americans do, you know, and so so thank you for that. And I'm not saying it's the end of my political stretch, but, you know, there's other roles in, in uh, public office, too. Uh, you can look at maybe school board, right? Yeah. Sure. As my daughter grows older, mm-hmm. being a part of that school district. Right. Yeah. Right. Helping to fundraise, um, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. That's or awesome. different clubs, anything that she gets into, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, she has her own social calendar already. But <laughs> so let, let's talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no how, kidding. How old Holy is your geez. daughter? Uh, she will be five at the end of May. Okay. Um, five going on about 16, <laughs> 18. Yep. You know, I know uh, the feeling. Yep. I, I got a real good sense that she's mocking what I, I tell her and talk to her. I'm walking into her babysitter. She's in an at-home. And I'm coming down the steps, and I hear her. As I come down the steps, Uh-oh. she's very loud. Um, no. I'm not arguing with a five-year-old. <laughs> and that's what she says to one of the boys in her daycare. And I'm like, you know, I think I just said I'm not arguing with a four-year-old the night before. She's taking tools so, that you are providing yeah, her, and guess, she's using uh, them in a real-life setting. Full sponge and soaking up everything, right? Careful. Yep. So, oh, yep. wow. the, uh, certain words have to be watched more and more, oh, and sure. what we watch on TV. And, uh-huh. Yep, that's absolutely. awesome. So I am going to be a new dad myself. Um, I You're married, love it. I hope so. I married into um, a stepdaughter mm-hmm. as well. So uh, she is, well, she's seven, and in, in March she's going to be going on about 23. So, um, you know, I know where you're coming from with that. But through the hundreds of thousands of parenting books, what is Andy's advice to a new father there's only one okay and i got it from my best friend who had a child at a very young age too okay and i'll actually equate this back to kind of a philosophy that i would pass on to younger leaders uh younger team leaders backup team leaders and and that was always you got to eat at the leadership buffet so i'm going to do the leadership first and i'll bring it back to daddy world fantastic let's Um, do this so i'm ready leadership first right Mm -hmm. as a young leader you got to go to the leadership buffet and and you gotta you gotta take a little bit of everything right have a little bite of this try some of what that leader presents um give a little bit of that and eventually when you go back again you're probably going to take a little bit more out of the ones you liked and not so much out of the ones you didn't like. Sure. And or you're just going to understand why you didn't like them, mm-hmm. right? But when you start developing your own leadership style then, you're going to bring something to that leadership buffet eventually. Huh. And someone else is going to take a bite and you're going to continue to critique and you're going to continue to go back to the buffet, and you're going to try others, and you're going to eat your own, too. Sure. And sure. you're going to not like it sometimes, <laughs> and you're going to love it other times. Okay. But at the end of the day, you can't stop changing your recipe or stop trying others. Sure. 
mm-hmm. to see what likes, dislikes, etc. Yeah, yeah. That's a great analogy. I have funny. never heard the leadership buffet. Uh, that's uh, I used to say it. You a should lot. write a book about the leadership buffet. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, leadership for the soul, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, instead of chicken soup. Um, so fatherhood, right? My my best friend. Uh, he said it plain and simple, and I've uh, I've actually passed it on to uh, Jonathan Wagner. He's having a child here soon too. Okay. I said you really. I said, and, and take it for what it is. You're going to get a ton of feedback on how to do things. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to get it all now, and you're going to get it when it's born. And you know what? When your kid is screaming at the top of their lungs, and you have a house full of people, everybody's going to have their own idea on what to do and how to take care of it to make that baby from stop crying. Sure. But at the end of the day, it's your child. You're going to figure these things out on your own. All right. And you take all these different things, try them, uh-huh. and you'll figure it out. It's yeah. uh, People have been doing it for thousands of years, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> They've without actually books. raised kids without books. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the day, you're going to figure it out. It's uh-huh. your kid. Okay. And, um, you know, a, a great example was uh, uh, one time at Christmas, right when uh, Lainey was born, um, she just was having a, a tizzy and, and would not stop crying. And eventually I just, you know, you let other people that are here to see her anyways and everybody wants to hold her, you just go outside with her. And people are like, we can't go outside, it's freezing out. Just come back in 10 minutes later and she's happy as heck. Really? It's, she just had this thing. If she got all worked up and mm-hmm. we walked outside with her, it calmed her. Fantastic. So you're going to get 10 million pieces of advice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's your kid, and you guys are going to figure out how to do it. Sure. It's going to be that simple. All right. So when it's crying, I should try and go outside. <laughs> try whatever you want. You know, you've heard the stories. Well, we drove around the block for t- three hours yep, until yep. I fell asleep, right? <laughs> uh, ran the vacuum cleaner. Okay. That soothed them. Right. right? You hear all these goofy ones. Well, yeah. That was, that was our little hidden secret. Let's spin it back around to sure. Johnsonville because yeah. you've been other places. Yep. What does Johnsonville have that other places don't have? The culture. Okay. I mean, it's 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 that obvious, mm-hmm. and um, it not not only just seeing or going to another place. You know, people are like, "Oh, the grass is always greener." Well, I didn't exactly leave because of that, mm-hmm. because I saw people come in from other places, and I always I called it the deer in the headlight look, and I would <laughs> have to explain to them, yes. This is how our culture is. Wow. <laughs> right. It's that awesome. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> Don't freak out. It's that awesome. <laughs> sure, sure. I've worked okay. in public and private sector, and I've never experienced anything yeah. like Johnsonville. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's definitely the culture. The culture made it. Um, you know, people could say anyone can make a brat, right? Yeah. Well, go ahead. Sure. But are you going to be as successful as us? Probably not. Not unless you got a culture just like us. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. It's true. Well, I'm excited for winter to be over, actually, believe it or not. <laughs> oh, and, you and, and no I, way. I love winter, yeah, but really? I love snow. I know. This and has we been... don't get snow in the last four years, and it really sucks. We get rain. Yeah. yeah. And then it freezes. And then, and then ice. Then, yeah. And I actually look back at a picture from exactly February 18th of 2017. Okay. We were in Chicago at Jenny's parents' house, mm-hmm. and we were outside having a bonfire and celebrating some birthdays all day long. And all night, it was that warm. In February. February wow. of last year. I think I remember that. I think I had a cigar on my front porch. I do remember it that. Was, it yep. was just Strangely beautiful. Specific. Right? Yeah. It, like, it was like upper 60s, low 70s in Chicago. So it was probably like mid-60s here. And it was just wow, beautiful. Yeah, that's right. And I'm like, okay, cool. 
then, then, then let's just do it already, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Because I'm looking at it's the kind forecast. Of like a big tease, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, you still got to go through March. Snow and ice. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm sick of it. Either give us snow and cold, mm-hmm. or just warm up already. Yeah, right. then golf season can start. <laughs> <laughs> so Jenny is your significant other, yes. correct? Speaking of, this is why I miss having Andy as a coach. I'd show up to work and there would be these amazing oh, cupcakes yeah, yeah. Yeah, waiting yeah, yeah. for me. Yep. Pastry chef. I mean, I've, some that's of the why best I fell in love. <laughs> I, um, I don't see any here. No, right the there. stomach it's truly is the way secret. to your heart. Yeah. yeah, it's her secret. I recipe. mean, there'd be like filling. Wow. There'd be like stuff inside the cupcake, not just like frosting on top. These things. So are I would be able to retire if she gave me the recipe. I mean, Andy, we we did have this scheduled. I don't know, two weeks out, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you maybe. had plenty of time to bring us cupcakes. There was plenty of time <laughs> to have cupcakes. I didn't know I had to butter you guys up. I, <laughs> no. I thought I've done plenty of that in my life. You don't have to butter us up, but if you'd like to. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. boy. Awesome. Well, I do believe we will have to end this. So okay. if you wouldn't mind um, <coughs> inserting your name in where that line Insert is. Insert name here. Yes. Got it. Yeah. The, and take us away, bud. Well, this is Andy Schneider, and you've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsville way. Oh.